check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com. Tavor. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Holding out for more money like Le'Veon Bell, it's the Hop Nation USA Podcast, episode 76, featuring Steve, that's me, and Adam. Please note that Adam will not be participating in this evening's podcast because he is looking for more money. Thank you. And Kelsey. Currently in contract talks. None of them are getting the franchise tag, but this week we have some beers, and we're going to be doing some reviews and all right fine i'll give you your money fuck jesus get all right we're money. back in kelsey it's good to be back <laughs> hello I'm glad we better. settled that all right we're back in the locker room we're here to get ourselves a championship Thank god good to be back good to be back oh uh, yeah great fine let's put the pads back on <laughs> let's get this the chin strap buttoned up let's go Let's make this happen. Three yards in a cloud of dust. God. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm just going to let that one settle. I feel like there should be like an old ragtime piano behind that. Right? And like a really like stoic announcer and they have like right. the leather helmets and they're like in the pretty much like sweaters and it's like. We're yeah. going to make a seal here and a seal here. We're going to run it right up the alley. I don't know how to like uh, apply sepia tone to audio, <laughs> but that's what that is. I don't know where we go from here. Where we go is we go on to our actual theme for the night. Our theme for the night, if you can't tell, is going to be footballish in a way. Uh, we are going to be doing our fantasy draft once again this year yes. at the end of the episode, so you have to wait for it. <laughs> yes. So please note this is American football. Yes, American football. And I, you know what? I'm glad you bring that up because I wanted to give a couple shout-outs uh, real right. quick. Kay. We don't do this too often, but I want to give a couple shout-outs at the top of the show, and one of them goes to Sweden. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We have a number of listeners in Sweden. Or one really dedicated one? I'm not quite yeah. sure yet. Awesome. Pretty fantastic. Yeah, I <laughs> wanted to go to Sweden. I do too. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. as a okay. uh, as a fan of Opeth, that's definitely on my... <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the bucket list. Yeah, put it on the bucket list. Um, but yeah, we have apparently a, a number of listeners in Sweden, so thanks for listening and keep Who, it on. Whoever you may be. Thanks, Sweden. But unfortunately, this episode, we are talking about American football, so... <laughs> so not soccer. <laughs> so not soccer, and this might not be your thing, but we'll try to keep it relative to you as best we can. <laughs> because we really don't know football that well either. Well, I don't watch football at all, but so I'm, there you one go. Of, I'm one of the best fantasy football players around. That's so how about that? You're really good at talking shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm good at talking shit. I'm good at distracting people during the draft. <laughs> and I also just understand numbers. <laughs> All well enough. <laughs> well enough. And the other shout out I wanted to give to is uh, to uh, who invited this guy? 
they, they they give us like long form plugs and they give us a good ball gargling every now and then i enjoy a good ball gargle yeah who doesn't yeah so they do that for us so i figure you know for a change we can do it for them and yeah no that's <laughs> yeah. fair but uh, if you like really raunchy comedy uh go check out who invited this guy as a podcast that's i like it and i believe we can also support them on their patreon oh yeah they have a patreon they'll do stuff to you or whatever i don't know <laughs> we don't know patreon yet. i didn't go that deep into the list <laughs> well yeah we don't know patreon so <laughs> we don't pay attention to other people's patreon <laughs> but yeah check that show out and uh uh one final thing at the end of the episode you're gonna have the opportunity to send us your own fantasy fridge draft and you do that by sending it to hotnationusa at gmail.com. I just said that because we haven't been giving out the email in the past couple episodes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. That's a problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But on with the episode. That's right. <laughs> Let's get to the meat. Yes, to the meat. So what is our theme for the tonight, though, Adam? So we are going to be debuting some rookies on this show. Rookies. Some rookies. And what we mean by that are breweries that we have never had on the show mm-hmm. and breweries that, uh, at least from my perspective, uh, I've never even heard of. That's fair. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> I've never heard of these breweries. That doesn't mean they're bad by any stretch. Right. Um, but they are actually uh, provided to us by the good people of Tavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a fresh Tavor box in and we saw these breweries and we decided that it's time to get some breweries out there that we have never had before. And I'm actually very excited for these. I'm excited for them, too, because I one, like you said, I don't know who these people are. Right. <laughs> I don't know what they brew for the most part. And some of the beers they sound kind of interesting right so we're giving our listeners a scouting report then yes oh, we are Damn good. that's a good one Kelsey. that's yeah. way better than what i was going for <laughs> i know way better this is why you again. ask me on the show sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and if you have a tavor account you can follow kelsey's scouting report to bring in your own <laughs> So let's get to the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is uh, the Pride of Texas. Deep in uh, the heart of Texas. Okay. All my exes live in Texas. No. That's why I hang my hat in Tennessee. So this is a Mango Wit by Edelbert's Brewery. Edelbert? Edelbert. Edelbert. Or Adelbert. Okay. Edelweiss? No, no, no. no. Not Edelweiss. <laughs> uh, it might be Adelbert. It might be Edelbert. Edelbert sounds right. It looks like a stately man on the hand. He does. Yeah, the guy has a beard, so that's either a hipster or, like Kelsey said, a stately man. (laughs) Possibly both. So we will be uh, enjoying their mango wit. I don't think hipsters can be stately, just by their nature. (laughs) Maybe he's breaking new ground. Mm. Maybe, I don't know, man. Oh, he could be a hipster. Mm. Now that I'm looking at him a little more. I, I feel that we're <laughs> we're straying from God's light a little bit here. That's fine. I'm anyway. just <laughs> I'm just trying to inform you on hipster culture. I know that's not your bag. <laughs> it's really not. Like at all. Hipsters by definition are not stately. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the bylaws somewhere. Mm. Mm. Okay then. Yes. So the mango wit. The mango wit. This clocks in at 5.6% ABV. Uh, it is brewed with lemon peel and real mango. Okay. There you go. It says to enjoy it with warm weather weather and a smile. So this being the first week of football, it's still warm out, so we can enjoy this. Being like it's a fucking 90 to 100 degrees out. Yeah. It's still warm out. It's, it's swampy. It's ridiculous. It's I gross. It. Yeah. yeah, it's gross. So uh, I'm going to pour this. I wonder how mango-y this is going to be. 
I'm interested. It's from the looks of it, it's not very dark, so it's no. hard to tell. Yeah. It is not dark at all. This is really, really light beer. I can see Adam through my beer. Hello. Hello. Now, last week when we did the platform speed margin and it said it was a white IPA, mm-hmm. this is the color I expected out of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. This is paler than a straw. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it, I, and I don't mean this disparagingly, but it kind of looks watered down. Yeah, I yeah. yeah I can see what you mean. I but, can see that. Yeah, but the fact that that it's really really effervescent, like there's a lot of bubbly going on. Oh yeah, and it's really high carb. It's got a big head to it as well. Yeah, big fluffy white head, uh, like you would expect yeah. with a wit. This can't be watered down. No, no, it is not. No, 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 no. It just can't be. So, uh, on the nose, uh, we wanted to talk mango, so let's talk mango. I don't smell mango. I don't get any mango. Uh, No, I don't either. I don't know what I get, (laughs) but it's not mango. I I get a little bit of that Belgian-y smell to it. Like, it is a wit, so, you know, it's a a white Belgian, but, like, I don't get any other fruits. I just kind of get that... uh, just a little bit of yeasty funk to it. A little bit of yeast. It 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 That's what hints it towards bubblegum. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a hint toward bubblegum. Mm-hmm. Did you say what the ABV was on this? Five point six. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to be big in any way. No, 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 no. And I wouldn't expect that, especially if this is something that they recommend that you drink in warm weather. Yeah, and with yeah. a smile. This could be good. Let's I'm going to drink it. Let's try it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I uh. I'm okay with this. I don't find much in the way of the mango. No. No. Uh, but to me, that's not necessarily a problem. I, I kind of just think this is a solid beer. This is just a solid wit. Yeah, it's just kind of a solid drinking beer. Yeah. I'm, com- I'm coming back to this hipster thing again. <laughs> <laughs> just to really put Adam in his place. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> the more I keep looking at it, I'm like, no, that is that is a hipster. Yeah. That is not a stately man. One, those are, horned, those are horn-rimmed glasses on this man, on the can. Okay. Uh, they didn't have those back in like the 1800s. You All know, right. that's when I think of stately gentlemen, like you know, <laughs> yeah. back so, in that. Yeah. Somebody wearing a cod piece. Yes, back in the time of Abraham Lincoln, he gotcha. was a stately oh, yes. gentleman. He was. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, the other thing that lets you know this is a hipster beer uh-huh. brewed by hipsters, possibly for hipsters or just regular jamokes. Yeah. It says right on the can, proudly brewed in Austin, Texas. Yeah, probably the most hipster city outside of New York and L.A. (laughs) And Portland. And Portland. And Portland. And uh, I'd say Vancouver. I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll give you that. I wonder if that's actually... In Seattle. (laughs) And Denver. And Pittsburgh. Mm, No, Denver ain't that bad. And Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh gets a lot of runoff. Yeah. (laughs) You can say that in a lot of different ways. (laughs) Pittsburgh picks up a lot of bad habits. And then Columbus picks those up from Pittsburgh. <laughs> They're downriver. That's yeah. That's just how it yeah how it flows. Kelsey, you were saying. I was. I'm wondering if the image on this can is actually maybe like one of their friends, or maybe it's one of the brewers. Maybe it is Adelbert. Yeah. Or yeah. Adelbert. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it is. I maybe don't I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just thinking. That, yeah, that's part of that's part of the scouting report. You know how you know have to do the research to figure out who that man is. <laughs> well, maybe on our break I will. Who is Adelbert? Yeah. Back to the beer though. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's refreshing. It is. It, it's really refreshing. It's easy drinking. It's crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I don't I don't necessarily get the mango, 
But I don't uh, either. When it's got a maltiness to it, that isn't overpowering. No, not at all. On a really hot day, I could dig it. Like an early game in the season. Yeah. When it's still like this is hot. This is September football. This is yeah. September football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or October football in in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or November football in Texas. Yeah. Like. Or just Texas. Or, or just, just Texas. Texas. Yeah. That's one of the strengths that you get from beers coming from Texas or Florida. I've noticed this. Beers that come up from the South Mm -hmm. that are meant to be refreshing and for drinking on hot days, they're really good at doing that. Yes. (laughs) That's like they're... They excel in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have to do that good. <laughs> the one that always jumps out at me is, and I'm probably going to get some flack for this, is uh, Shiner's Ruby Redbird. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't necessarily like grapefruit. I don't necessarily either, but that is a really refreshing beer. That is. I don't know. It just, it's perfect for a hot, mm-hmm. hot day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've had that beer, and I still don't like grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> I can maybe drink one or two of them. Okay. But, uh, but I still get the I get the appeal of that beer. It's mm-hmm. just I don't like grapefruit. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I I like that beer. That would be my go to ninety five ninety five degree yeah beer drinking. <laughs> it's too too hot, <laughs> but I still want to drink it. You know what it's time for? News and notes. <laughs> news and notes. It's time for news and notes. We still don't have production, despite me putting in production for other things. <laughs> Maybe we need an intern. We definitely need an intern. I, I have other things I'd like to do. We definitely need an intern. <laughs> so, listeners, if you would like an internship with Hop Nation USA, you can shoot us an email at hopnationusa at gmail.com. We can't pay you. We won't pay you. We can't and won't pay you. Cannot and You can get leftover cans of beer. But maybe you can get like a half a credit or something. Sure. Is that cool? Can we do that? Yeah, half a credit at CCAC? Sure. Yeah, all right. All right, yes. We do have some news. Okay. And or notes. notes. All right. I, I have notes on the news. Oh. Oh, hot damn. Yes. All right. This is my jam. You yes. went all in on this. So uh, I have, what I have is three somewhat related stories mm-hmm. okay. of a brewery closing, right. a brewery that's opened, and a brewery that's opening. Oh. I like so it. So we're kind of talking the life cycle here. Okay. I'll start with the closing one. Aw. I don't know if either of you have heard of this, uh, but Tallgrass. Yes. Okay. No. Yes, I have heard. Right, well, I'll, I'll fill you in along the way, Kelsey. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Strap um, in for the ride. I'm ready. Uh, I've had a number of Tallgrass beers. One of them including is the Key Lime Pie from them, and we have a review of that up on the website, hopnationusa.com. We're getting really good <laughs> at these plugs. Right, right. But they're closing. What's the story behind that? So the story is Tallgrass is the largest brewery in Kansas. Okay. And uh, very similar to the Green Flash story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In 2015, they went to open a bigger brewing facility, and they sunk $7.5 million into it, and now they can't pay for it. Oops. Oops. Yes. Too big for their britches. Uh, They got a little too big for their britches, and then they saw, despite being like Kansas' biggest brewery, they saw a downturn in 2016. Which led to them not being able to pay for things. Oh. And can you guess what the blame for why? Because they're not teaching evolution in high school. That's no. (laughs) No. All right. (laughs) I don't even think Kansas is that fucked up. So no. (laughs) I was going, what? Hyper localization, Adam. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you should be. I was close. No, you weren't. No, you (laughs) weren't. 
Not by a long shot. Actually, you kind of are. Evolve or die. Well, that's the thing. They tried to evolve one way, and they evolved the wrong way. Well, then, so be it. Yeah. They stopped production on August 25th. So I assume they're still in stores selling out their remaining stock. That's what I'm going to go check. I know a couple places to get them. Gotcha. Ah, and maybe okay. we can have a send-off episode for them. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So next week, if we're doing tall grass, you know I found it. <laughs> if I didn't find it, then I didn't find it. <laughs> um, so tune in next week. Yeah, tune in next week for maybe a tall grass send-off. But yeah, they, they opened in 2007. They have some pretty good beers that I've had from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the Key Lime Pie. They make a series of stouts called the Buffalo Sweat, but uh, just not good enough, I guess. That's Oof. sad, because that Key Lime Pie beer sounds like something I'd totally be into. It's pretty amazing. Have you had the Abita to Goza? Mm, no. Okay, so the Abita to Goza also has like a Key Lime Pie flavor to it. The difference is the to Goza is one, a Goza, mm-hmm. so it has a real small, uh, salty smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This tall grass doesn't have that. It's just kind of like a pale cream ale. That okay. It just tastes like dessert mm. that's awesome yeah, yeah. It, it really was <laughs> was, was. <laughs> yeah i don't know where we are in the production cycle so that might not ever get produced again but yeah they're they're waiting maybe somebody swoops in and saves them but i don't i haven't read anything to suggest that the same way green flash had like people already collecting money to get them back right or save them so i find it interesting that they're blaming hyper localization as their their downfall how so well simply because they weren't nearly as as widespread as others like say green flash Mm -hmm. that were trying to yes they opened up a new facility i get that but they they weren't trying to spread across the united states like green flash was and try to be you know one of the big players it seemed that's true, but I mean, still overextending yourself is overextending yourself. True. From where they went, because I mean, their distribution reaches at least to Ohio, because mm-hmm. that's where I get it. Green Flash had almost all 50 or all 50 states or whatever. Right. But they were a huge, huge brewery. Yeah. You know, uh, Tallgrass, I don't know how big they were. I don't know their full range, mm-hmm. but any overextension is overextension. Put, yeah, it right. puts you in the default, so. Yeah. I don't know. It just. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't seem like the, the right excuse. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like the right excuse, but I guess we don't live in Kansas, so we don't know their craft beer scene. The okay. fact the fact that they do go into Ohio, though, mm-hmm. we know Ohio is in beginning itself. Yeah, that's a very yeah. cr- that's a cromulent word, right? Because like you think about Cleveland and Columbus and Cincinnati, they're all getting bigger yeah. in different ways. I can kind of see if they're suffering in those markets. True. I don't know. I just don't buy it. That's fine. You don't have to buy it. I'm not going to say you're wrong one way or the other. Right. I, I just feel that that might be what what they are claiming, but I don't think that's the the biggest driving force. I have a hunch there's other uh, forces out there, but I, I don't know. I'm not intimate with the situation. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it does sound pretty much like the go to excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays. Do we have any listeners in Kansas? That we know of? Mm, not that we know of. Mm. We we have one, a couple here and there. Mm. I was going to say, any Kansas listeners, if you know what's really going on, <laughs> let us know. Is your craft beer scene booming? Let us know. Huh. <laughs> or is it just the tall grass sucks? Or is it that craft beer actually isn't that big in Kansas? We don't know. We don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. If you want to be a field correspondent in Kansas, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. I mean, it's Look at all this recruiting we're doing tonight. <laughs> hey, everybody, do our jobs. All right, moving on. Yes. We well, can go sad to news. 
Yeah, no more sad news. Okay. We can move on to the brewery that just opened. Okay. And now we are local. Okay. All right. Uh, we're at Enix. Yes. In Homestead. Yes. Where in Homestead? Caddy Corner from Voodoo, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty close to Blue Dust. Okay, great. Pretty big building because it has food and beer, it has a 15 barrel system, and it has bowling. It has bowling? bowling? It has bowling. I was oh. not aware of that. There is eight lane bowling. Sign me up. What? Well, you can sign up, and they have league bowling, so you can really sign up if you want. Mm. <laughs> I'm not good enough to bowl in a league, but if I were, I'd be all over that. <laughs> a lot of people say they're not good enough to bowl in a league, but I've bowled in a league. <laughs> you don't have to be good. You don't have to be good to bowl in a league. You Thank just, goodness for handicaps. Yeah, you just have to be willing to drink and hang out with people. <laughs> I'm willing to do both of those yeah. things, then. You can you can put together a team if you want. Right. If everybody has an 85-pin handicap... That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what you have. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and then you just take 120s anytime somebody misses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Enix, they, they opened up, and I don't know if you guys know the story. I was kind of interested by them opening up because looking at their menu, their menu is really put together and kind of fancy. Okay. And then looking at their beer list, is they have a lot of beers in a lot of different styles. And they're all ready to go. So they're coming in hot. Oh. Yeah. Like, they came in pretty much automatically established. Okay. Which got me really interested is, how did you do that? <laughs> yeah. So I looked into the history, and the history is that the brewers at Enix, the brewers and owners, mm. have already been doing this. They opened uh, two of the first breweries in Madrid, Spain. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, oh, they know how to do this yes. already. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, so kind of the kind of their story goes, their dad uh, immigrated from Spain in the 1930s. The dad started a kind of an affordable housing uh, firm okay. in Pittsburgh, and then they also have offices in Ohio. And then the one son moved, to, moved back to Spain and started his own brewery. And then the brother stayed behind doing the housing stuff. Mm -hmm. The one that was living in Spain after starting the two breweries came back to America, and now they have this brewery. Very cool. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, and I like it. he started it with his other brother. So cool. So they know what they're doing. Yeah. So they already had everything in place because they knew how, they knew their way around, uh, you know, land deals and <laughs> <laughs> you know buying up buildings and things like that. They also had a hand in knowing about brewery right that's why they can open a 15 barrel system right right off the bat in yeah. an already hot market yeah in an yeah. already hot market with bowling and uh, a crazy menu and yeah, yeah. crazy tap list <laughs> hey more power to them yeah. yeah I can't wait to get down there now yeah and apparently they're gonna feature some of the brews that they make in some of the Madrid breweries oh yeah Sweet. Well, I look forward to going down there. Yeah. So that one's already open. Field mm. trip. And then there's one that's opening. Okay. And this one's pretty much on the opposite spectrum of the story. <laughs> okay. Of what Enix was. So we have Lincoln Avenue Brewing opening in Bellevue. Where is that at? On Lincoln Ave. Thank in you. Bellevue. <laughs> uh, so this is a husband and wife team, Joel and Amy Hadelman. Okay. And they're just looking to open their own brewery. They bought this 110-year-old uh, building on Lincoln Ave. And they're looking to set up a two-barrel system. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and also 
the way they're kind of being built and constructed and getting things running is a lot more community-based. Okay. okay. So whereas Enix obviously seems like they just had the money to do it, and then they did it, Lincoln Avenue Brewery is they're calling upon kind of the community to help them. And so anybody who's logged like 20 hours with them okay. in volunteering their time, they're going to be inducted into what's kind of called the Founders Club. Okay. And the Founders Club is going to, uh, people in the Founders Club are going to receive 18 months worth of 64-ounce growlers. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So you get a free growler every month for 18 months after they open. Wow. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go volunteer time. I, <laughs> I honestly might. Yeah. I honestly might. Yeah, it's not too, too far from here. Yeah, Bellevue is one of those great communities. It is so community-based. Mm -hmm. So I feel like for something like this to go in, especially since it had been dry for so long, yeah, I think that's not only a huge move for the community, but like a huge move for that town in general. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I mean, this is going to be their first brewery. So. Mm -hmm. And and for me, it'll give me a reason to go to Bellevue, <laughs> or at least stop on your way home. Right. Yeah. Right. Because otherwise, you know, it really wasn't a reason to. No, not really. It was just kind of a town you pass through in between Swickley on your way to the stadium. Pretty much. So. Pretty much. Bellevue just has so many historic buildings too. So mm -hmm. to buy something over a hundred years old and like. Put a little two tap root, like that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So it's a, so it's supposed to be actually a twelve tap. Okay. Yeah, they're looking to have twelve taps. Twelve taps. And they'll have six kind of staple beers and five seasonals. And they're gonna try to do that off a two barrel system. Okay. Okay. That sounds sounds a little daunting, but you know. Well, that math doesn't check. If they're gonna have twelve taps. Six seasonals. Six seasonal or no five, five seasonals, seasonals and then six. Standard. I know that math doesn't check. <laughs> this was what was written up in Next Pittsburgh. Okay. That comes right. those numbers come specifically from nextpittsburgh.com. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like to think that the tap twelve is the Hop Nation USA tap where we can just walk in there. <laughs> you gotta go put your fucking time in, so I can do that too. That's fine. It, it's also very possible, you two Jamokes, that these other taps can belong to cider and mead. Right. No, no, I want to be selfish and have a tap just for me. No, just, I support the cider and saying, mead tap. Yeah, I'm I. just saying, you're saying the math doesn't check because I only said 11 beers. There, you can put other things on tap. <laughs> I say I support the cider and mead tap. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I, most people do. It'll probably exist, if, hopefully, mm -hmm. if they're smart. Yeah. If you're smart, Lincoln Ave. <laughs> so is there any uh, timetable as when they plan to open? So it looks like it's going to be late December this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm pulling for him. <laughs> well, you can do more. Help him <laughs> out. Help yeah, him you out. can actually go help him out. Right. I just might. Yeah. You just might. Maybe we just need to do a, a Hop Nation USA Community Day. If they need, well, I don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> if they need photoshops, I got them. <laughs> I got you, well, fam. Well, <laughs> well, maybe. I don't leave the house for doing that, though. <laughs> no, but, but email is a thing. Yeah. Like HopNationUSA at gmail.com. Right. You're just saying the community day, and that sounds like like you go out and like you wear shirts with logos and stuff. And No, no. We're just going to okay. help. We're going to go help. Yeah. I can do Photoshops from my house. And okay. I don't have to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's our three-story life and death of beer cycle Simba. as it's down. And uh, I guess maybe 
you know, other breweries can look to buy up Tallgrass's stuff. <laughs> there you go. We can do that and then ship it over to Lincoln Avenue. Yeah, recycle. Like, Make it a three-barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. Here's you, a barrel. <laughs> yeah. We stole this stuff from the Tallgrass <laughs> brewery. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> and I, I'm glad that there is some uh, additional upswing in Pittsburgh. Another brewery. Mm-hmm. We can go back now. We can. To our scouting report, though. Live on the side of the field at Latrobe Stadium or whatever. Latrobe Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it, Latrobe Stadium. <laughs> on the Rolling Rock Field. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. I don't watch football, sir. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they don't designate the 33-yard line. That's stupid of them. It's just another hash. That's all. Just a hash. That's stupid of them. Somebody should tell them. As a person in branding, I know that's stupid of them to not do that. <laughs> you say the president of branding? No, I said as a, a person, person in branding. branding. Oh, I like the president of branding. You had, oh, sure, I'll take that. Fine. There you go. I bet All he right. makes a good paycheck. <laughs> he makes a good wage. I'll take it. <laughs> You're taking the biggest chunk of our of our budget right now. Mm-hmm. But yes, this Edelbert's Mango Wit from Austin, Texas. I liked it. I liked it too. I like it as well. Yes, it, it, it delivers on everything it says on the can with smooth, fruity, and sessionable. It does not deliver on the mango, but... It does not. <laughs> still, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it's still a solid beer. Yeah, it's still a good beer. Just, I don't know, next time just call it a wit. Like, yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. You, you ain't got... See, that's that goddamn hipsterism. <laughs> Trying to set yourselves apart and make things stand out. With your loud colors and your silly throwback 90s Lakers jackets made of vinyl, carrying on. Calm down, Steve. Yeah, he's just calm down. Starting to get fired up over there. I'm just saying, just call it a wit. There's nothing wrong with just a good old fashioned good beer. Yeah. I I will thank them, though, that their can actually doesn't look that obnoxious. No, it really doesn't. It's not minimalist trash like Evil Twin or Stillwater. That's some real pretentious head up your ass beer. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> it's a good. It, it's it's a good clean design. I'm still fired up from last week about Stillwater. <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> what do you say we take a break? Hmm. I like it. Let's get paid. Come back for segment two. Can do. First Sip Brew Box is a one of a kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including T-shirts, glassware and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPNATIONUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Do you like dogs? Do you like beer? How about you come on down to the Beaver County Tales on the Trails Pet Walk, sponsored by the Beaver County Humane Society on September 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Brady's Run Park. It'll also be featuring the wine and brew for the rescue to help fundraise for the Beaver County Humane Society. It'll be featuring beers from breweries like Cobble House, Southern Tier, and Flying Dog, as well as wine from wineries like Black Dog and Deer Creek. Come on down and check it out. Take a pause for the cause. And we're back, clearly. We are. That's a real just quick way to get into it, isn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want something a little more pizzazzy? <laughs> and we're back, Hop Nation USA listeners. Yeah, and you gotta remind people it's episode seventy six of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Episode seventy six. Yeah, I don't have a good sports reference. Uh, well, work on it for we got another segment. There's got to be somebody in the steel curtain. Sure. Yeah, look it up. 
All right. <laughs> we're, we're one. I see what you did there. We're Mean Joe Green plus one. So. <laughs> mean ah, Joe Green plus there you one. go. Plus one. So we're the bottle of Coke? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's our football episode. Right. And we're, we're doing our fantasy draft later. Yes. See, you know how to tease. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Fantasy draft still coming up. Fantasy fridge draft on its way. Yep. But first... We have another beer we need to talk about. We have another scouting report for a rookie brewery that's never been on the show. Indeed. So, Kelsey, why don't you introduce this beer? Great. This is the 300. 300. Mosaic India Pale Ale from Fulton Brewing in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Exactly. It is a 7%. Okay. Mm. 74 IVUs. Mm. It is in a lovely, simplistic can design. Yes. It's black with like a silver star in the middle, but the star is made out of hops. Now, I'll be real honest, straight up front. If I didn't know any better from what Kelsey just told me, Mm -hmm. I would think this is some sort of malt liquor along the lines of Steel Reserve. (laughs) That's what this can looks like to me. Absolutely. (laughs) This looks like get fucked up booze. Yeah. Hey, you never know. This looks like ketchup juice. Yeah. (laughs) This beer was created to commemorate their 300th batch. It became a legend. Now 300 IPA is back. And it's here to stay. (gasps) Don't call it a comeback. It's been here for years. Probably. I don't know when it came back. I don't know. This is all all new to us. (laughs) When did 300 come back? Looking at all three pores, uh, it's definitely got a uh, an aggressive head. It does. This is pretty much picturesque. This is picturesque in the sense of it is not a hazy IPA trend nope. at all. No, this is a very clear beer. It's a clean looking IPA. Yeah, clean looking. That's an yeah. excellent way of putting it. It is a clean looking IPA. Oh, yeah. It has that strong hoppiness mm-hmm. on the nose, but it is like crisp in color. I am a big fan of this beer without tasting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just without tasting it, without I, I, like looking at it, and then the fact that I can smell it while I'm just trying to look at it. Yeah, it gets high uh, style points and high smell points. Yeah. So, so what I'm liking uh, on, on this beer, I'm looking at the head. What I like about this is instead of having that the small compact bubbles, has big bubbles. It's got big bubbles. Yeah. This is a big mm-hmm. bubble beer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I like that. I, I like moving around my glass. It's kind of just stays to the side a little bit before returning mm-hmm. to. It's got that lacing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice lacing. This is what every beer should try to achieve. <laughs> let's, Regardless of style. Let's, let's taste it. Let's first. taste it. Yeah. Let's let's pump the brakes here. Oh yeah. Wow. Fuck yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <Pump> digging. <laughs> <laughs> Please note that this is in a can. <laughs> this is master cylinder can. <laughs> Nobody gets that joke. <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna ask Adam. I'm assuming he's gonna say something about for the style. This beer yeah, let's just move past me. Right, you know, and that's fine. This beer is one of the best IPAs I've had in a long time. I, I'm quite honestly, I'm very worn out on the hazy boy trend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like them and i like that they're easy to drink this not 
necessarily easy to drink, but it is very smooth. It has that nice hoppy bite, and it's but it's smooth. I'm with you there. It's just this is this is a true IPA. Like this is a good, clean, fun IPA. Yeah, classic. It's a classic IPA. It has a really smooth mouthfeel up front. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And the one thing I do like about it is, if you are a hop residue kind of person. It has a little bit of that. It lingers just a bit on the mm-hmm. palate, but it doesn't linger. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Correct. Correct. It it does not overpower uh, on the back end. It just it it has that subtle yeah. kind of nuance there for a little bit. Wow, I want I want more of this. <laughs> well, fortunately for both of you, it's a it's a large can. Yeah, <laughs> we've great. got we've got more. Perfect. <laughs> we also have another can. <laughs> we do. Oh. So for the low, low price of $48, I will sell this to you. I like I like how Adam's highballing you and he doesn't even like IPAs. $48, Adam? Yeah, or a new microphone. How about neither and you just give it to me because oh. we're friends? Damn it, she's got me on that one. Just, you know. Damn it, she's right. Mm-hmm. That's good etiquette. <laughs> oh. Speaking of etiquette. Wow. wow, that segue. See how, <laughs> see how Steve moves the show along? I like that. Seamless transition, mm-hmm. sir. You yeah, move it along seamlessly. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I think we've said everything about this beer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just excellent. Yeah. This is an excellent IPA. Well done. It's a, it's a classic throwback to, like, what you would think kind of a West Coast IPA would be. But, obviously, it's brewed in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, that is, it is a West Coast IPA style. Yeah, it's a classic West Coast IPA style. It's before the hop, the the hop arms race took place. Pretty much, yeah. Is when (laughs) this would fit in. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's just one single hop, just mosaic, it does everything right. So, yeah, we can move on. Yes, Yes. moving on. (laughs) Yes, we can move on. To to, etiquette. To etiquette. And not only etiquette in general, which by the way, whenever you use silverware, always go from the outside in. Thanks. Thanks. Finishing school. <laughs> Indeed. There you go. Uh, and did you know it's okay to... <laughs> yes, what, Adam? What no, is it okay to do? No, I'm not going to say it. We're going to move on. No, no, please. Now you've stopped me. What uh, are you okay. going to say? If there are more than eight people at the table, it's okay to start eating before everybody is served. Oh, thanks. There you go. <laughs> that that might actually sort of apply to what we're going to talk about, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> The etiquette we're talking about today has to do with going to other people's houses for Sunday football. Yes. Yeah. Sunday football. Yeah. Sunday football. And you know what? I think we can apply this to Saturday football, too. Sure. It, it can go to college football mm-hmm. or Thursday night football. Or Monday night football. Or even if you're a Monday night game. Or Sunday night football. True. Yeah. Uh, just in general, though, as many of us belong to the same fantasy football league, Everybody's singing at the table tonight. We're in the same league. And then Sam is in that league with us as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or well, there's a good possibility we'll wind up at over people's houses. We just spent the weekend over at Kelsey's house, except for Adam. Some of us <laughs> spent the weekend at Kelsey's house. Some of us are bad people. Yeah. That somebody Etiquette rule number one. <laughs> if you're not going to be coming, at least let the host or hostess know that you will not be attending 
so that they do not account for you in a beer and food count. That, that is true. I, I have no argument against this. <laughs> Great. I will not. I will not create any excuses. I will not try to fight any of this. Adam made a boo boo. Adam made. A <laughs> <laughs> I done screwed up. Thank you for admitting it. Period. Oh, I'll admit on. it. I, I know when I when I have wronged somebody, and Kelsey, I have wronged you, and I apologize. <laughs> I have wronged. <laughs> It's a little extreme, but I will accept your apology. <laughs> and remember, that is on record. Yes. I know. Yes. It is. <laughs> apology, and the apology has been accepted as yes, well. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, but, you know, I think also part of your punishment, Adam, is the fact that your fantasy team got drafted by a dartboard, so yep. <laughs> that's yep. what happens. Well, judging by what the dartboard came up with, um, that might happen next year. I'll be there. It didn't do too bad, but It yeah. really didn't. Didn't do too, too bad, but yeah. In the future, though, we're more than likely going to be watching football at other people's houses, mm-hmm. and so it's good to maintain etiquette for part of that is beer etiquette. Yes. yes. I want to start with beer etiquette. Let's start with beer <laughs> etiquette. That is a great place to start in this yeah i want to start with my kind of number one rule because i expected in my house i had a collection of nice beers and Mm. i think everybody has a collection Uh of nice beers right in their house and you probably may keep them in a fridge not everybody's cellar is everything (laughs) and and never drinks them (laughs) right yeah i'm the kind of person that i will keep things in the fridge and i leave them a month or two Mm. but the rule is don't just go rooting around in people's fridges taking whatever you want (laughs) you gotta ask about that stuff yeah right yeah uh if you go in my fridge and you see the worldwide stout sitting there do not take that because i'll be very very mad (laughs) and that's bad etiquette right it's bad etiquette a solve to this would be as a host or hostess making sure that you have a nice cooler or two already pre-stocked with beer Mm -hmm. and lead your guests there Mm -hmm. yes so they kind of just stay out of the fridge yeah, separate, separate. Separate. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and another thing you can do as a guest is bring some beer mm-hmm. yourself. Bring a six-pack, bring a 12-pack, whatever it is. And if you're not sure, just default back to your own beer. Right. You right. Know, if there is no designation and everything is kind of muddled and you're not sure, just default back to your own. Right. And mm-hmm. you can always just ask. Yes. Yeah. It's not hard to ask. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a really easy thing to follow. But, you know, tagging on to what you just said, Adam, about defaulting back to your own beer. Mm-hmm. It is good etiquette to bring your own beer. Yes. When mm-hmm. you're going to an event like that. But it's also a safety for yourself. Yes. Yes. But part of etiquette is you should know your audience. Are you going to a craft beer person's house? Or are you going to, you know, a regular drinker's house? Right. And at that point... Are you going to bring beer just for yourself? Or are you going to bring beer for everybody else? Mm. If you go to a regular macro drinker's house, maybe some of those people, they don't want your craft. Right. And then you just keep it to yourself. And that's okay. But you keep yourself you keep yourself involved and everybody's drinking and have a good time mm. by doing that. And it's okay to drink that macro. It's okay to drink that mm-hmm. macro. You know, you don't have to insult the host and say, no. I don't want your swill. Yeah. But at the same time, don't be insulted if people flock to your craft because <laughs> <laughs> they also were seeking a better option. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah. It's kind. Of, it's kind of on you. I mean, I, I know it seems kind of shitty if somebody, if a bunch of macro drinkers drink your craft first, yeah. because they only brought macro. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's a weasel move. Yeah. That's that's kind of weasely, but at there. the same time, you should expect it to happen. Right. And, you know, and you either, that's all game theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I bring my own macro or do I bring craft? Right. If you bring craft, expect it to go. Right. 
So the next thing that I, w- I would like to come up, uh, bring to the table, okay, is uh, when you're drinking, do everybody a favor and don't be a problem. And what I mean by that is don't become a problem for the host. Don't drink too much. Enjoy yourself, but don't become an issue. Don't become a distraction. Always try to be the second drunkest guy there. Yes. <laughs> Never be that guy, which is just a good general rule for all parties and get-togethers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's just general rule, but, you know, a lot of people get to drinking pretty hard during football games. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right, especially if you're a Browns fan. Yeah. I would say, to tag onto that, don't do shots unless the host offers them to you. Ah. Uh, kind of yes. let them dictate how right. things go. Yeah. Let them kind of set that pace. I like that. Don't break into the hard liquor because I know Kelsey offered us bourbon. I did. And it was really good bourbon. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, what kind of bourbon was it? It's from um, Cosair. It's from Kentucky. It was okay. a wedding gift. Oh. Um, it was a smoky rye. Oh. It's really good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we had been discussing it. I have quite a few options in my cabinet and discussing it with some people who were there and, you know, started offering out little, like, one-finger tasters. And we kind of ended the night like that. But there were probably about four, five, six of us all kind of having a little taste. So, very nice. you know, yeah. open the cabinet up. and Yeah. Again, it was, people weren't getting wild. It right. was everybody understood. Just have a little bit of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. And since you were the host, you set the pace. Yes. Right. Yes. So, yes, that, yeah. Another, as a host, and having just done this, you know, a few days ago, Jeff and I were discussing what kind of beer to get for everyone. And with it being a craft geared crowd, we were like, you know what? We're just going to get a bunch of variety packs because we know people are more stout driven or more IPA driven or more, you know, belt like whip driven. So it's like, okay, the variety kind of offers a little taste of everything mm. from, you know, some. You know, the little standards. You know, we did, like, voodoo, so we kind of got some, like, your local. We did a southern tier because southern tier, and it's good. And, mm. um, you know, we tried to just get a little something for everyone to, to drink. So that's a good tip if you're not sure what kind of craft people are into. Maybe try the variety pack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. I had a good time going on a sun, <laughs> uh, on a bit of a hunt for everything. Yeah. So. It's like, oh, I haven't tried this yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't tried this yet. <laughs> well, no, honestly, I had tried everything that was there. Well, I but... know that, Steve. Well, <laughs> you are a little find... bit different. But hold on. I will say I did find something new that I liked a lot, though. Which was? So, uh, like she said, she had the Voodoo Variety Pack. And the, I believe it's the Grand Wit. The Grand yes. Met? The Grand Met. Thank yes. you. Yes, the Grand Thank Met. you. I was having a Grand Met, and then our friend Chris had brought over some uh, homemade ice cream. Oh, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I dropped some of his peach homemade ice cream yeah. into the Grand Met. Yeah. Oh. That is an amazing float. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds yeah. to me like we need to get a hold of the good people of Voodoo. I'm just telling them right now <laughs> that I'm hoping they're listening. People at Voodoo, you can make pretty good peach floats with, with the Grand uh, Met. Yeah, with the Grand Met. Yeah. Big Steve's peach dream. That's my that's my stamp of approval for the week. <laughs> I like it. I Approved. like it. Yeah. Another as a good guest, ask your house what they what kind of food you can bring. Mm-hmm. Can you bring an appetizer? Are you can you bring a, a side, a or, dessert? Are they the type of person that wants to prepare everything? They don't want any help. They they're gonna be making the eighteen pound brisket. Right. They're gonna be making fourteen pounds of potato salad. Yeah. Right. They're going to do everything soup to nuts. 
Yeah, right. they, they got their menu. Some people plan their menus. Right. Kelsey is more, she let us know the theme. Mm-hmm. There was going to be barbecue, and mm-hmm. then we had all kinds of barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> and barbecue good sides. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I will I will provide meat, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. You pair with yeah. ribs. Pair with ribs, burgers. What pairs with ribs? Do it. So I've got one more, uh, and this one uh, corresponds very nicely because uh, since this is the last one, uh, this corresponds with the end of the night. Mm -hmm. When the end of the night comes, go away. (laughs) Go away. Don't don't be a straggler. Don't stick around 45 minutes after everybody else has left. Uh, Don't wait for, you know, the host significant other to drop the hint by blatantly brushing their teeth in their pajamas (laughs) and staring you down. In the middle of the living room. <laughs> that Has sounds this happened kinda, to you before? That sounds very <laughs> specific. Yeah. <Adam>. Okay. <laughs> Has that happened to somebody you know? Yeah. I, I, uh, Have you been that person? I, of trying to get people to leave? Yes. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Yeah, that yeah, actually that sounds... That actually yeah, sounds... Yeah, like... I, I, I'm sorry I ever asked that of you. That yeah. that was completely rude. They're definitely the person who's been brushing their teeth asking people yeah. to leave. <laughs> there have been times where I, I like to do the old Irish goodbye. Just kind of give one person the heads up and then slip away. Uh, yeah. The good old ghosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if it's the, you know, I'll say to the host, hey, thank you very much. I'm out of here. Put on the shoes and leave. Uh, the host know, needs to know. Everybody else, eh, they can piss off. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, you can just text the host when you get home. Thanks. Also true. Thanks. Had a great time. Yep. Home <laughs> safe. Home safe. Bye. Yep. Yeah. But bottom line, uh, read the room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Read the room. Read the room. <laughs> When it's time to go away, go away. That also goes hand in hand with not getting too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> because the person who's too drunk cannot read the room. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so yeah. getting back to this beer, the 300, which has absolutely nothing to do with the film. Well, I can read the room on this one. Kelsey and I love it. And Adam is ambivalent. <laughs> For the style, yeah. Adam's going to say it is a classic IPA, but not his taste. <laughs> Damn. Like I said, ambivalent. Damn, that was good. <laughs> can I just get that recorded and then I can just sort of hit a, hit a button? Well, I would prefer that you record it. And not- <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's got to be in Kelsey's voice. <laughs> Do you want it a little for the style? Do you want this line a couple ways? (laughs) We're not recording that. that. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kelsey just nailed Adam to the wall. (laughs) I don't know if he has to say anything. No, I'm good. You you got me. I'm not really gonna say much either. Like like I said, it's a classic West Coast IPA, but it's made with mosaic hops. It's got a real creamy mouthfeel, and it's just excellent. Delicious. Yeah. I want more from Fulton. <laughs> How about that? That's what I want to say. All right, yeah. then. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, the moment you've all been waiting for, listeners. The 2018 Fantasy Fridge Craft Draft. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. No, 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 Don't do nope. the actual things. you got to make things that sound similar, like do, 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 do. <laughs> so I got to pull the vanilla ice? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bum 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 ba da dun 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 What is up, Hop Nation? This is Jason Sircone of BreakingBrews.com, also of the Over a Couple of Beers podcast that is soon to be coming out of retirement. You can catch up on old episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, and follow OACOB podcast on social media. Looking forward to wrapping with you guys on the podcast waves very soon. Today, I am here to talk to you about Pittsburgh Libations Week. 
That's right, the inaugural Pittsburgh Libations Week is coming your way starting Friday night, October 12th. And we are getting the party started in grand fashion with a kickoff bash taking place at Nova Place in the north side. Nova Place was home to Fresh Fest as well as the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild Brewery Guide launch. So we're looking forward to bringing another great event to that venue. And we are going to be showcasing all sorts of beer, spirits, mead, ciders, all types of fermented beverages will be on hand at this event. You do not want to miss it. So to get your tickets, all you need to do is jump over to universe.com slash PLW kickoff bash. That's universe.com slash PLW kickoff bash. You're going to get a good idea of everybody who is joining the party, who's going to be pouring samples for you guys, and you can grab your tickets to be part of the event that's starting it all. Once that event concludes, the rest of the week is going to be filled with all sorts of great events. We've got a golf scramble plan. We've got a whiskey dinner. We've got whiskey and beer symposiums on the schedule, an axe throwing tournament, and a lot of our great sponsors that are making Pittsburgh Libations Week possible have got some really cool events lined up. So check out the event calendar on our website at www.pittsburghlibationsweek.com. And you can also follow Pittsburgh Libations Week on social media. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily information and all kinds of fun stuff. So we'll be wrapping with you guys leading up to and all the way through the inaugural Pittsburgh Libations Week. We can't wait for you guys to join us. Check out the kickoff bash page once again, universe.com slash PLW kickoff bash. We look forward to partying with you guys October 12th through October 20th. Welcome back to segment three of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Episode 76 featuring Adam and Kelsey. Hello. Hello. And Steve. Yay. Yay. I'm here. So this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Segment three, time for the 2018 Fantasy Fridge Craft Draft. Yeah, buddy. But first, our third beer. Oh, yes. Go on. And we have, of course, another rookie brewery. Although, I mean, all these breweries have been around. They're, they're rookies <laughs> to us. It's the old NBC Thursday night television. <laughs> it's If you haven't seen it, it's new to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, this is no exception. We have a beer coming from the Odd 13 Brewing out of Lafayette, Colorado. Lafayette, Colorado is between Boulder and Denver. Yes, it is. Adam checked. I didn't know. (laughs) And Kelsey just knew that. But this here we have is the codename Superfan. Oh. However, it's the QDH version. QDH. QDH. So I'll let you take a minute to try and guess what that means. Quidditch. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So they didn't run around the brewery with broomsticks between their legs? I'm not and saying they didn't. <laughs> and some beaters? I'm not saying they didn't do that. <laughs> uh, no, the QDH is... Questionable dry hops? <laughs> uh, questionable might be... You're close. You got the last two. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it's a quadra dry hops. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. So according to the can, there was a bit of a math mix-up, a little bit of a whoopsie-doo, how do you do? And they went from a double dry hop to a quadra dry hop. Okay, then. Yeah. I had to do, go back and do a little bit of research because uh, looking at the information, it didn't give me any IBUs at all. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, I, so I looked at the uh, regular code name Superfan, and the, the IBUs on that one are 80. 
Okay. Okay. So quadruple dry hopping, I can only imagine, is going to do something bigger. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, the ABV remained the same between the two versions, though, at 6.5. Hmm, okay. okay. What's the highest IBU you can have in a beer? The highest IBU was set by Dogfish Head, and it's something ridiculous. I almost want to say 627. What? What? Yeah. How's that even drinkable? It wasn't. Okay, then. <laughs> you can actually see a video with um, Joe Latrulio from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. And I'm trying to think of the other guy. I can't I can't think of him off the top of my head. I can't remember his name. And uh, they tried this beer, and neither of them could drink it. Ew. It's something crazy ridiculous, because they basically made extracts and distilled down hops. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. Okay. Like they went way, they, they attempted gotcha. the, okay. the hoppiest beer in the world and they succeeded. <laughs> so unnecessary. Yeah. Just, yeah. So we got this from On 13. This beer is definitely hazy. Mm-hmm. This is hazy. But that kind of makes sense when you're dry hopping the shit out of it. I can kind of see that coming. Yeah. I have no idea if it's effervescent because... I can't see any bubbles. No. It's a, a very nice light color. Uh, I would call it a, a heavy straw. Yeah, maybe even like a pineapple. Yeah, I mean, the mango wit was, I would say, like a light straw. Mm-hmm. This is like a little darker straw. Yeah. Uh, it maybe a dirty it. blonde. There you go. Dirty blonde. The uh, the head on it, uh, sticking around a little bit. Nice white head. Sorry, yeah. I, I went off to do a little research. Mm-hmm. 658. <laughs> oh. It's going to be a while until we get to that yeah. episode. Uh, the, the beer is called Hulod. Hulod? Hulod. Hulod. <laughs> Kelsey's got it. Hulod. 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 It's hot today. Yes. My, my, my. I'm uh, a fan when I say that. <laughs> exactly. Where is my mint julep? <laughs> that nose is uh, that punchy. Mm. Punchy. Yeah. It, yeah aggressive it's a punchy nose i like that so far i like this beer but i haven't fallen in love with it like i did the 300 that was love at first sight for you yes that was a love at first sight i could just tell i was gonna love that beer and then i did (laughs) you just just felt yourself floating across the dance floor Ah. i smelled that beer and it went hello (laughs) dream weaver This beer is just kind of like, hey, what's up? I'm kind of weird. You into weird shit, too? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a Tinder profile. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's exactly what this beer is. This beer so far has been a Tinder profile to me. It's like, hey, I'm weird. You weird, too? (laughs) Let's get weird together. It's got that undercut hairdo. Yeah. (laughs) Flopped over to one side. No. No. (laughs) Half shirt with some under boob out. I'm into it. Well, now that you mention it, let's see what this beer is about. Shitty tattoos, looking like Gigi Allen. So wait, are we setting up a dating profile for you, or are we drinking beers here? Are we putting you on Tinder after this? I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm just telling people I'm into it. Uh, this beer. If you are this type of woman, and you are interested, please email us at hopnation at gmail.com. Hopnation Hop USA. USA. Yeah. Get the email right, Adam. Right, if there's it. a potential suitor for Steve out there who is listening, who fits this criteria... Who's got under boob despair? <laughs> yeah. She needs to know how to get a hold of us. <laughs> you into the Church of the Cosmic Skull? Let me know. <laughs> and do you have bazongas? <laughs> That's not a word I use too often, but I will use it appropriately. <laughs> oh uh, all right, let's drink this let's, beer. Let's try this. Huh. <laughs> you know, it's not that much. 
I was expecting that to be a lot worse than it was. Adam, however. <laughs> well, Adam, yeah, Adam's definitely put off. I I was expecting more, and I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> I'm making dog faces over here. Yeah, you're making dog-eating carrot faces. <laughs> I don't like this beer. I just don't. <laughs> Those are fun videos to watch after watching Waffle House fight videos. Just watch dog-eating carrot videos. They're like a palate cleanser. <laughs> You're like, he doesn't like him. Uh, <laughs> He's such a rascal. How do you go from Waffle House fight videos to dogs eating carrots? You just search it. But, but why that couplet? Of- I don't know. I'm just I'm just giving people like options in their viewing habits. Right. If you're into Waffle House fight videos and you need to calm down afterwards because some of those get pretty rowdy. Mm-hmm. Just watch like dogs eating carrots. They're funny. I'm, not, I'm gonna throw or broccoli. Cats eating ice cream in there. Yeah, cats eating ice cream is fun too because they get the brain freeze because yeah, cats are stupid. And their face is just like, ah. They're like, Wah. see, I'm going to go with hedgehogs eating raspberries because they always make a mess. No, well, that's well, that's fine too. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I like this beer. I don't think we're going to see each other too much. It'll just be like a quick fling. And <laughs> yeah. I, again, like I said, I was expecting more. Not enough underboob. Not enough underboob on this gotcha. one. Understood. I'm not going to grade this beer an underboob, <laughs> if that's cool. If this beer is six and a half underboobs out of ten. <laughs> yeah, not using that scale tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was expecting to not like this a lot more, but it's not as off-putting as anticipated. Yeah, that's, that, that's interesting. Yeah, Adam? Thoughts? I think you know my thoughts. Yeah, well, I mean, do you have anything beyond making dog faces which people can't see? I, no. Okay. No, I, I just, I, it, this beer doesn't do anything for it's me. It's just too much for you. It's, it's not, it, it's not obnoxious. Maybe I just don't like the beer itself. That's possible. I don't believe that the taste is as obnoxious as what the nose is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, it just didn't, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it, that, it's got a really aggressive nose, and... I don't dislike that, but it's a letdown mm. that the fact that the beer isn't as gr- aggressive as that. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think that's just like that's just all on the dry hopping. Yeah. You mm. know, you, you gotta be, you gotta do more than dry hop. I see that. All right then. Well, with that in mind, we'll circle back at the end of the episode. Yes. And we'll give our full-on scouting report of who is the best draft pick. See, get it draft because of beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but currently, we need to move on to other draft picks. So if these are really good, does that mean they're going to go to Canfield? Oh, Jesus. Oh, gosh. <laughs> or perhaps they're going to go to Canton. Canton. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I just hopped on the bandwagon there with you. <laughs> <laughs> False flag. God, I hate everything about right now. <laughs> Let's move on to the 2018 Fantasy Fridge craft draft this year like last year we're going to be drafting a number of beers that round out a fantasy fridge the fantasy fridge is exactly what it sounds like a fridge of fantasy in which we can just pull as many beers as we want out of that fridge all right but we have to draft in accordance to position yes yes but beers are not quarterbacks and running backs and tight ends. They're other things. We will not be playing the Bud Bowl here. No. 
Instead, we will be drafting different positions, exciting positions, utilitarian positions. <laughs> We're drafting a defensive player. We're drafting a coach. We're drafting a punter. <laughs> oh, for son of a bitch. And we're definitely drafting a flex. We're yes. definitely going to draft a flex. So the 2018 draft positions are a little bit different from 2017's. And I'll give you all six positions, but we're only going to talk about a couple. But you'll be able to read all of them on HopNationUSA.com, as well as other people who aren't even on the show, like Sam. He's going to give his, his draft picks. And you can send us yours to HopNationUSA at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. We want to know how you would approach your draft. How would you approach your fantasy fridge? With that, here are your positions. Our first one up is the Winter Gator. The Winter Gator is that beer that you would take to a winter tailgate. Mm -hmm. Living in Pittsburgh, and, you know, a lot of our listeners are in Buffalo and uh, in, uh, Cleveland, so yeah. they understand the snowy tailgate mm -hmm. as well. What beer would you need with you for that tailgate? How do you survive? How do you maximize your fun? <laughs> And if you're a Cleveland <laughs> fan, how do you really get, right. get through the game? <laughs> because the fun ends at 1 o'clock. Yeah, the fun ends when the players take the field. <laughs> Our next uh, draft position is the anti-pumpkin. Uh, it's September, and there's already pumpkin beers everywhere. It's too soon. I saw a pumpkin display in a gas station that was six crates high. No, too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Too I remember, soon. I remember the days when pumpkin used to be an event. Yep. Yeah. When you had to have information as to when a crate was going to come into a distributor. Yep. You Where you had, had to put your name on a list. Yeah. yeah. You had to search it out like a KBS. Right. Yes. Now it's just... Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It just comes out right next to the Oreos. Yep. That's so sad. So with pumpkin beers dominating the market so early, people get uh, pumpkin fatigue pretty mm -hmm. early as well. So with that, I want you to draft an anti-pumpkin beer. What would you be drinking instead of? Like, what is your go-to fall beer, essentially? Uh -huh. Our next position is the sneaker. This one goes for anywhere, and I'm thinking mostly movie theaters, although a lot of movie theaters do have beer. But if you're one of the unlucky people near a movie <laughs> theater that doesn't have beer or doesn't allow beer in, what would you be sneaking in? to just enjoy your night mm -hmm. at the theater. Mm -hmm. Theater. <laughs> Next position is called the Lazy Sportsman. <laughs> and as we're coming up on fall, not everybody plays football. <laughs> <laughs> but so, it is almost hunting season. Yeah, it is almost hunting season. And some of us are hunters, some of us are bowlers, some of us are dartsmen. I don't know if that's correct, but dartsmen. <laughs> I like it. Dartsmen. <laughs> yeah, dartsmen. And these are your outdoor, indoor, you know, what would you be drinking but, you know, you want to maintain your acumen as a sports. Yes. <laughs> as, as, a, a, as an athlete. As a dartman. Yeah, as an athlete. <laughs> Quote, unquote. A top range dartman. <laughs> <laughs> Next to last is Mr. Pretentious. So every fantasy draft, they have Mr. Irrelevant. That's the very last player picked at the end of a draft. Usually a kicker or sometimes just a running back or wide receiver to fill out, a, <laughs> fill out an empty spot. But on the Fantasy Fridge, we have Mr. Pretentious. And this beer goes out to your most pretentious friend or guest. What would you serve them? Uh, uh -huh. And of course, finally, is the Flex. The Flex is whatever beer you would want to round out your Fantasy Fridge. What is something that you would just want to be able to reach in and drink all the time. And something that you just find to use for any occasion that wasn't mentioned in the other positions. 
Okay. Okay. I'm going to let Adam or Kelsey start. I'll let Adam begin. All right. I will start with the anti-pumpkin. That category is going to be filled out by a beer that has no pumpkin in it. Mm -hmm. But I still feel uh, is fairly appropriate for the fall time, which is obviously when pumpkin beers are out. And this actually comes from one of our local breweries, Hitchhiker. That is the Cocachino. Ah, oh. uh, yes. That is an excellent beer, yes. Cochino yeah. is delicious. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It's got good notes of chocolate. It's got good notes of coffee in it. A little bit of coconut as well. A little bit of coconut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel that that is just a good fall time beer. I, I would agree with that. If you're the kind of person who wants kind of something sweet and heavy, mm-hmm. but you don't want a warlock anymore, you don't want... Yep. Yeah, reach for something with a different flavor profile, like the Cocachino. Yeah, Good that's pick. definitely where, I'd, where I would go. You want me to go through my entire list, or you want to... No, let's go around the table. Okay, yeah. uh, then I will kick it back over to Kelsey. Okay, you know what? I'm also going to stay in the anti-pumpkin category Okay. as well. Uh, I'm going to see this is where my draft board would be between two players, so I'd kind of see who would draft ahead of me and see if maybe this person got taken, but I'm also going to stay local. Okay. I'm going to go with the Pembrory Oktoberfest. Oh, okay. It's just a nice fall harvesty beer, in my opinion. Not pumpkiny that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It, no, yeah. that's that. That's a pretty standard. Yeah. yeah. Not not to not to say that in a negative light. That's a very standard and strict Oktoberfest. It's yes. a classic. It's yeah. a classic yeah. Oktoberfest. <laughs> and I just think it's it's something I like to have during the fall when mm-hmm. I don't want pumpkin. I would also potentially throw the Abita Harvest pecan in there. Oh, okay. All right. Because pecan, maple, kind of those I also associate with more fall flavors outside Mm -hmm. of a pumpkin. So I'd throw the Abita Harvest pecan in there. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. That also may come up on the show sometime. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We have one in the fridge waiting. Oh, look at that. Uh, Preview. We also have one in the fridge for me. Good. For drinking. Nice. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) So, look for that one, me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, future Adam. Guess what? (laughs) Guess what? (laughs) Steve, what do you got? So, you know what? I'm actually going to stay in the anti-pumpkin realm. I think it's pretty appropriate. Okay. And uh, I I agree with what you guys said, and maybe you'll agree with what I have. And mine's coming from a company that actually makes a really good pumpkin beer as well. Okay. The O'Fallon Brewing Company. Okay. Okay. They make some really good pumpkin beers. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for something anti-pumpkin, I suggest their Hemp Hop Rye Amber. Oh, okay. Yes. Hemp Hop Rye Amber. Okay. Yeah. So it it employs uh, using hemp, obviously. It uses hemp seeds in the brew as well as using rye. And it's an amber red ale. Mm. So you're you're still very much in a kind of a fall mood with that. And it's, it's a darker beer. It's a little It's a little bit extra. And I think the flavor profile provides you that kind of uniqueness that's like a pumpkin beer, mm-hmm. but it's not a pumpkin beer. So, yeah, it's also on my untapped, the highest rated amber I have. Okay. okay. Not, as not a fan of ambers, that's <laughs> that's high praise. That is high yeah. praise. So, yeah, awesome. that, that's how I went through with that one. <laughs> makes right. sense to me. All right, Adam, what's next? So I am going to come at you with the Lazy Sportsman. Okay. This is a beer from a brewery that we've actually had on the show before. Okay. Uh, Alaska Brewing. Yes. We've had them on the show. I'm going to go with their Kolsch. 
They're okay. some they're summer kolsch. Uh, yes, I understand that it's more of a fall side of things. However, I find that this beer is is multifaceted. The first time that I had it, uh, I was doing an activity. I was grilling, and I found that it it worked very very well uh, with being active. In so much that it was a good beer, and it was also a beer that was very drinkable. It was only about maybe five five and a half percent ABV, so you could you know you could have a few of them and not feel too bad about it. But I thought it was a very versatile beer that you could have while you're bowling, while you're fishing, while you're being a dartsman. So it sounds like it really hits the bullseye for you. Yeah. Oh. Fuck you. I get one every now and then. All right. Well, I think I'm going to go to the winter tailgater category next. Okay. And this is going to come from our friends at uh, Great Lakes Brewing. I'm going to go with the Dortmunder Gold here. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. It is a solid tailgating beer. When you don't want like a Miller Lite or a Bud Light, you, but you want something like a little more flavor, but still can drink for a long period of tailgating, the Dortmunder Gold is my my choice there. That's a good call. That's definitely one that you can continue to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I have no arguments there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's an excellent choice. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Good choice. Good choice. So I'm actually going to move to the sneaker category. All right. All right. My sneaker is going to be the left-hand Good Juju Ginger. So this is a pretty excellent uh, ginger beer on its own. It's only about 4.6%, but it has the utility of I'm handcuffing it to some vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so I'm planning on making some Moscow Mules in the theater. You know, of course, I have to sneak in my own uh, flask and paper or plastic cups. I was saying, this sounds like this needs to be a team effort. I got big pockets. That's the advantage of being like six five. You can and who's gonna pat you down? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Nobody. Theaters don't care anymore. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm thinking of making some Moscow mules, or maybe uh, I could also do a Jameson and ginger. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, the the left hand good juju. That's a that's a really excellent ginger beer on its own. Nice. Okay. But pairing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> making some cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my sneaker. I am going to move into the Mr. Pretentious category. Okay. Or Mrs. Pretentious. We don't know. We don't discriminate. There's a bit of an explanation here. Uh, I'm going to go with a brewery uh, that is that is local to Pittsburgh again. I'm going to go back, back here to the Three Rivers. Uh, and I have to explain this a little bit. Uh, when I talk about Pretentious, I'm not talking about the beers. And I'm not talking about the brewery. No. What I'm talking about is the person. So what I am going to give them is... The Abjuration Vanilla Oak Belgian Ale. The reason is pretentious people like the kind of things that you can only get once. God damn you, Adam. What? That is literally what I have for my Mr. Pretentious. Are you serious? Yeah, I can absolutely. confirm that they have the exact same thing. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Holy shit. I had, and it's for the exact reasons. And there's a little bit more to it. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, like Abjuration and that beer, they're not pretentious. No. Dave and Tom are some of the best guys around. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, go ahead and continue. But it, it's it's simply because it's something you can only get once. It's small batch. Uh, they will never make that recipe again. Well, they, they might. They will make a different version. Yeah, they'll make a different version. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that the whatever version is created will never be created again. So there is that exclusivity that pretentious people hang their hat on. 
Yes. So that's what I'm going to give them and shut them up. If they're being a pretentious asshole, guess what? They're getting Bud Light and Clamato. They get nothing. <laughs> no, no, they're yeah. worse. Well, okay. <laughs> Bud Light and Clamato. I'll yeah. go to the store and buy it. Uh, the other three things about that beer that hit those notes for pretentious people mm-hmm. and pretentious drinkers, one, oak-aged. Yep. So it's, you know, been aged on wood. People mm-hmm. who are pretentious love that. Two, Belgian. Yeah. Pretentious people love Belgians and imports and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And three, it has a 15% alcohol by volume. Right. So pretentious people do love to get fucked up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while they turn their nose up at everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a real fantastic pick, Adam, because I had it as well. <laughs> Kelsey? Wow. Okay. I don't know how to follow that up because I did not have that written down. So I'm going to go to my flex category. Oh, okay. Uh, the Anything you want your round out of your fridge? Need to round out my fridge? Um, I'm going to go local again. I want the Spoonwood Cold Drip City in mm, my fridge Yeah. at all times. Yeah, that's a good call. I believe that made a lot of draft lists last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a great beer. It is. It, it really is. Spoonwood makes... I pretty much start with it every time I go to Spoonwood. But then I'll like continue to drink their menu. But like that's something I just want to keep going back for. Yeah. Hey, we totally agree. Like I said, that got drafted, I believe, twice last year. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My secondary pick here would also be a local. It's from Grist House, the Camp Slap Red. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. okay. That's a, that's another category. That's another contender for uh, anti pumpkin as well. Yes, mm-hmm. it would be. Yeah, definitely. That's a good fall beer. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure where to put it, and I just kind of have it like on my list. And I'm like, I don't. I want to categorize <laughs> you. So, I have to put you somewhere. I want it in my fridge, but uh, <laughs> want it in my fridge. But you could be anti pumpkin. But like, you could be lazy sportsman too. But like, I'm not sure. That sounds perfect for the flex. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, just one more note about that uh, Mr. Pretentious beer. Mm-hmm. Again, these are beers we're looking to have in a fridge that we can drink on hand at any time. Oh, yes. And that's a beer I definitely would want. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go to my flex as well. And uh, this is not local, but it, it is a killer of a beer. It's the Triple Barrel Big Baptist Ooh, okay. by Epic. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that beer a killer? (laughs) That is a huge stout with like a lot of coconut flavor and a lot of barrel flavor to it. I, yeah, I fell in love with that beer and I will easily say I love it more than the 300 from Fulton. Okay. All right. (laughs) Even though I made a lot of nummy noises towards the 300, (laughs) the the 300 can kick rocks if I'm getting a triple barrel. (laughs) Triple barrel's got under boob for days. That's right. (laughs) The triple barrel likes to cosplay Street Fighter characters. (laughs) Chun-Li. Exactly. (laughs) Learning so much about Steve today. (laughs) Into cosplayers. <laughs> Doesn't like to be talked to. <laughs> Doesn't like to leave his house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but that that's my flex. Nice. So, that's a good flex. Yeah. I think, I, think, flex. I think we all did some good drafting. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you'll be able to find the entire draft list from everybody here tonight up on the website at hopnationusa.com as well as a few other people maybe some surprises yeah mm-hmm. yes so keep a lookout for that yeah and again don't forget to send us your list you can tweet right. us at hopnationusa you can email us hopnationusa at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can get in touch with us all of those ways and let us know what your fantasy fridge is unfortunately tonight we didn't draft any of the rookies 
No, no, we didn't. But next year is a different year. We'll see what happens 2019. I don't know. That Fulton could be my sleeper pick for the season. Yeah, that Fulton could be a sleeper pick. But first, let's give final thoughts on the Odd 13 Brewing QDH codename Superhero. I don't like it. You didn't like it? Nope. Wasn't a fan. That's all. It's not bad. It's not bad. I was expecting not to like it, so I'm pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it. I was the other. I think I'm the other way from you. I was expecting a lot more from it, and it didn't deliver. Uh-huh. I again, it's not bad at all. Like I like it and I'll drink it, but I think there's a lot of hullabaloo <laughs> to it. Yeah. That uh, you know, it's just yeah. All right. Yeah. It, it 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 like if you take away like the the can art and everything, you just take strip it down and put it up against other beers. It is generally indistinguishable from most other dry hop IPAs. Mm-hmm. So, what do you say we go to the podium? Yes. So let's go to our draft order, shall we? Yes. Steve, why don't you uh, why don't you go first? Well, if we go draft order, Kelsey goes first. She was number two in our draft order. Oh, that's true. I was. Yeah. <laughs> then Kelsey, please. All right. Well, in the third round, I'm taking this odd thirteen brewing QDH. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's maybe a little too bitter and a little too hoppy for my personal preference. It's not something I could see myself, like, wanting to drink. Um, in my second round, I'm going to go with the Mango Wit from Austin, Texas. Um, it was a crisp, refreshing beer. And on, like, a 95-degree day like today was, I want that. Like, I want that in the summertime. I want that by the pool. I want that, you know, on the beach. I just, I want it when it's hot outside. And for my first round draft pick this evening, I'm going with the 300 from Fulton Brewing. It is what I want all IPAs to be. <laughs> <laughs> it is drinkable. I want another one. I want, I want that in my fridge. I, it's just, it was clean. It was crisp. It was textbook as to what that style, I want it to be all the time. It wasn't hazy. It was just classic, and I and that's why it is my first round pick. All right, Adam, you actually would be next in our draft. You would. <laughs> For me, uh, the third round draft is going to the odd thirteen QDH codename Superfan. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. So this was a pretty easy lock in for the third round. I I just didn't like it. Hmm. A, a second round or in the classic sense, the silver medal, uh, I am going to go with the Fulton Brewing 300, the the Mosaic India Pale Ale. Uh, Neither of you are wrong in saying that this is a well-executed beer. It is good. Go ahead, but for the style, <laughs> but for, for the style, it's it's a good beer. For the style, that is correct. I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. I'm gonna make millions. <laughs> Uh, yes, it is a well-executed beer. Only problem is, it's not my taste. But it is a good beer uh, for what it's supposed to be. Uh, so that leaves in the first round pick the Saquon Barkley of the beers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not from Saquon Barkley. <laughs> See, I don't watch football enough. You're the Baker Pen- Mayfield pick. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're a Penn Stater. I'm, yeah, I got it. Uh, I got okay. it eventually, but it, it took longer than it should have. Gotcha. Like regular football people will get that you immediately. Had to, had to get through the uh, the gates. Yeah, it had to get through the gates. I was like, mm, it's from Austin, not Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> it had to hit that gate first before. <laughs> so the uh, the Edelbert Brewery, uh, the Mango Wit, that's going in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I'm pushing all my chips to the center of the table on that one. 
Uh, I thought that was a really refreshing beer. I really liked it. I thought it was well executed. The only drawback I have to it is they say it's a mango wit. I want much mango in there. I, it's forgivable. Yeah. Yep. It, it's forgivable. Uh, I really liked it. I would if I had these three sitting in front of me. I know which one I would pick. Bottom line. Yep. So, Steve, what you got? What I got is basically the same rankings as Kelsey. I mean, it's just the same because that Odd 13 is its still a good beer. And this is what I want to say mm. before I get into any of this. I am happy that I liked all three beers tonight. Yes. Because the past couple episodes... have <laughs> been dogs. They have been dogs. <laughs> the last episode wasn't great. We had one okay beer. Mm. The episode before that was barbecue, so that doesn't count. <laughs> and the episode before that was that atrocious Hefeweizen episode. Yeah. Yes, I was here for the atrocious yeah. Hefeweizen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So These were all good. <laughs> yes. Tonight I am happy that all three beers were very good. Just some of them were way better than others. <laughs> the Odd 13, I, I, I mean, I like it. I would drink it again. Again, like I said, I think it's too much flash for something that it doesn't really deliver like quad dry hopping doesn't add a punch more than just like the nose is a little bit of punchy mm-hmm. but i've smelled hoppier beers than that it, it just i don't know it doesn't deliver that way it's still pretty good and i'd still drink it again and i'm never going to turn it down but round two the silver medal for classic listeners <laughs> it goes to the mango wit and for the same reasons Adam just said, it doesn't have the mango flavor. So that's, unfortunately, that's got to be a negative. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, don't say things. I've said that before. Don't put fruit names on the can if it doesn't taste like that fruit. That bugs me. It doesn't. And so it gets silver. It's still a really good drinking beer, though. Yes. That's really refreshing. That's great for probably what's going to be the next three days before maybe it starts raining and it gets cold here. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely would love to try more from all of these breweries oh, as yeah. well. But gold goes to that 300 because, like Kelsey said, it's what you want in your fridge. Kelsey said she wants every IPA to be like that. I don't want that because I'm still an adventurous drinker. I want to try new things. I want to see if people can make things better. But this is what I want as my bud. This is my, like, Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. This is what I, you know, I want this beer as my Miller Lite. I want this everyday drinker. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, it probably will get drafted in my fantasy fridge <laughs> <laughs> when I make the category Fulton beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and along those lines, like, as someone who enjoys IPAs, I'm not seeking them out. It's not necessarily my palate every time. Like, I like the adventurous so I'm with you there. Like this is this is what I want to like be able to come home to. Like this is home base for me as an IPA. Yeah. Yes, that should be home base. Every beer should try to be like that. <laughs> Unless you can be better. So Fulton, be better. <laughs> so Fulton Brewery, if you don't distribute to PA yet, you should. Or where can we find you near us? <laughs> Are you willing to just send crates to a yes. house? <laughs> send crates to us. People, listeners in Minneapolis, are you willing yes. to trade uh-huh. for Hitchhiker Cocachino? There you go. Uh-huh. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you'll be able to find all our fun groups that way. Or if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, you can just search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, including Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and Google Music Play. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. The biggest crime of the century. 
It's a uh, damn shame. It's a damn shame. But that is how we grow the show, by getting those good, good reviews from the good, good listeners. And just by you telling people to listen to the show. That's a great way to expand mm-hmm. word of mouth. <laughs> As a couple of the marketing people sitting at the table will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like I, we already said a number of times, tell us what your fantasy fridge would be. And email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. Also, just email us questions or email us trades. Tell us how we can get more 300. Anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're from Edelbert's or Odd 13 or Fulton, yeah. just send us more beer, please. Yeah. Edelbert, what else do you make down there <laughs> in Texas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you all send us three beers from your brewery, you get your own episode. It's true. You see how that works? It's true. <laughs> I was trying to get Oddside from Michigan the other day <laughs> to send more Always Sunny themed beers. <laughs> Keep working it. Keep working it. But that's all I got for this week. Next week could be tall grass, and next week could not be tall grass. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, one thing is true. I would like to thank Kelsey for coming on the show again. Thanks again, Kelsey. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'll be back in a couple weeks, hopefully. Yes. Great. Got to gotta email the uh, producer your schedule, and I, he'll figure it out. I can do that. And uh, good luck this week in Fantasy Adam. I believe that uh, we're playing each other. And also to you until Sunday at 105, and then game on. Go. I have to go check my team after this. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't because I have real American hero Tom Brady. So we'll see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>